Welcome to the Dance Studio Empire podcast, a mix of business strategies, simple tips for studio growth and success, with a touch of inspiration, motivation, plus raw and honest conversations to ensure you are building your studio empire. I'm your host, Jen Dalton, studio owner for 30 years, dance business coach, and the author of the book, Teaching Dance Beyond the Steps. My business philosophy is creativity is our superpower, and I believe we all have the means and ability to infiltrate this into our studio. Just sometimes we can get too busy, distracted, or overwhelmed to see that. So that is exactly why I am here to help you. So if you are ready to master the art of creating demand, unravel the dance of numbers in your studio, and run your business to its full potential, then you are in the right place. Okay, let's do this. Sit back and relax, and let's get ready to build your dance studio empire. Welcome to this episode of Dance Studio Empire. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you had a great time with your family and friends. Whether or not you believe in Christmas, I think it's just a really great time to step away from the office, step away from work, and just spend quality time with those we love. We absolutely don't get enough of it throughout the year, so being forced into it sometimes is good. So moving into this episode, as we're gearing up for the new year, I just want to talk about something that is fundamental yet often overlooked, and that is our mindset. And so this episode is about a mindset makeover for dance studio owners. And it is off the back of a conversation, surprise, surprise, that I had with one of our dance studio owners who it was our last group call um, of, of, of the year. And we were talking about mindset and who they need to be and how they need to think to up level the, the version of themselves to bring to life their plans, right? And of course, there were lots of great answers and responses from from the studio owners on this call. And then there was one who just said, basically, I think I need a mindset makeover. She needs a complete overhaul. This particular studio owner has had a really challenging year and had some tough things thrown at her. So I understand completely where she has come, where she's coming from. And that is why I'm going to start going into a little bit more detail, whether it just brings you more aware of what mindset is, whether it sparks a bit of a light bulb moment going, wow, yeah, that's what I think, because it's the slightest shifts that can make big, big changes. So let's get into the episode. First of all, what is mindset? Now, it is not some mystical concept. It is simply the way that we think and perceive the world around us. Our mindset shapes our beliefs. It shapes our actions, which then ultimately affects our results. It's how we see challenges, opportunities, and then everything that happens in between. So what's the impact of mindset? Well, mindset impacts every aspect of our dance studio life, from the belief that you hold about your capabilities to the actions that you take, and then ultimately the results that you see. See, it's all connected, right? Okay, so here's the deal. There are things that might be blocking your creativity. They could, it could be hindering your ability to grow your students or bring new stu- students through your door. It could be hindering you from building an extraordinary team and leading an extraordinary team. 
and it can also impact your ability to make money. Maybe you're stuck in a loop of not knowing or being able to see how to expand locations or build that lifestyle-based business that is spoken about often. It happens to all of us, let's be real, but the good news is we can get around these blocks and I'm going to take you through each of them. And as I just said, it's really about awareness. And sometimes if we don't know something, we can't then identify it and then change it. So here goes. So the first one I'm going to talk to is overcoming blocks and uh, to creativity and growth. All right. So let's tackle the big one first, which is limiting beliefs. Now, these are the thoughts that whisper in, in your ear. I can't do that or I'm not good enough or I'll never be able to be as big as that other studio. I'll never be able to win competitions like that particular studio. Or I'm never going to make money. It's time to silence that noise and replace those limiting beliefs with empowering ones. So instead of saying, I can't, ask yourself, how can I? It's simply reframing the self-talk that you are saying to yourself. Now, the best thing about this is whether you are a believer or not, or whether you just think, oh, makes no difference, you may as well give it a try. If you're not nailing all of these these areas, you it will cost you nothing. You don't even have to tell anyone that you're doing it, but you could at least give it a try. And I, I, sometimes we get into a spiral and it's hard to pull ourselves out of it, but it is absolutely worth trying because you have nothing to lose. So that's the first one. Now, the second part of overcoming blocks to creativity and growth is the fear of failure. So many of us fear failing or getting it wrong. It is human nature, but it is those lessons that teach us the most. We can learn from them. So embrace any failures or mistakes or things that don't happen. Maybe you're setting up a new system and it doesn't work. You know, payments aren't being taken automatically, like I know it's frustrating, but just see it as a stepping stone to the next thing that will bring you closer to success. So just like we have to remind our students when we're teaching them something new, it's very unlikely that they are going to perfect it the first time. So they just have to keep doing it and trying, identifying what didn't work, try something new, try it again. And that's the cycle we also have to take on board as well as studio owners. Okay, the next one is comparison trap. So remember, your journey is unique. So stop comparing yourself to others. Your success is not defined by someone else's achievements. And that actually goes both ways. So it's if you see a studio who is doing better than you, don't compare yourself. You don't know where they're at. For them, their journey might be five years ahead of you, 10 years ahead of you. You can't compare. But also on the flip side, don't define your success by someone else who isn't doing as well as you, because you don't actually know the truth behind that business. So they might be making really, really smart business decisions that, and so they're basically more successful in financially numbers, um, security, work-life balance. Like they may have their definition of success absolutely achieved. So don't look, don't just don't compare. Just, just run your own race, run your own journey, and you will succeed. Focusing on your path and your goals. But then you have to remember to celebrate your victories. 
okay all those wins we have to remember and doing the episode i did a couple of weeks ago where i was putting my best and worst together i don't know if you heard it, it was last week or the week before and i you know it was hard to go through and think of the best like all the achievements throughout the year and i found it quite interesting it's like wow you know when i did actually stop and think there were quite a few things that did happen which should have been celebrated along the way so yeah just stay aware stay aware and celebrate okay next one is the scarcity mindset so you i just really encourage you to try and break away from that scarcity mindset there is room for everyone in our industry to shine there is room for dance studios everywhere people are always having children we have a constant supply of new enrollments being born every day there's a lot of factors obviously that go into making sure that you find them and you can keep them however there there is enough for everyone and i think that's where if we close off our minds so we have that that feeling of there's not enough i need more or there's 20,000 studios in this area i can't you know there's not enough I just want to encourage you to try not think like that and go back to that thought of everyone's having babies every day. There will always be small children who are wanting to learn to dance. Keep going back to that. And the other thing with um, the scarcity mindset is it's, uh, it's more beneficial for growth to collaborate than try to compete against each other or compare yourself to each other. Think about, you know, networking or communicating or joining a group or something like that that's going to help you it's going to help you when you do start to doubt yourself when you do start to say things that aren't helpful for yourself that's where your support's going to come in and be um, be positive for you okay the next thing is building an extraordinary team okay this mindset so let's now talk about this and how your mindset sh- mindset shapes the way that you lead the way you hire your team and empower your team. Okay, so the first one is the leadership mindset. So to adopt a leadership mindset, you need to be the example. You need to set the tone and inspire your team to bring their best selves to your studio. And I know that sounds easier said than done, but you almost have to go back to what we were just speaking about. So if you're feeling like, I don't have control of my team, or maybe I feel like I micromanage too much, or you know, what whatever is holding you back, you don't feel confident to to step up, you know, and have the hard conversations. What is it? What are you telling yourself? Go back to those limiting beliefs. Because that is really important to um, adopt that leadership mindset when you're stepping into this role. The second one is empowerment. So you want to empower your team to take ownership and responsibility. And if you train them thoroughly, then you shouldn't need to micromanage them. Now, this is a really big thing. Um, I know for myself, I've never had an issue with people coming in, like kids coming in or even parents coming into the studio going, oh, we just love Miss so-and-so so much. You know, she's so amazing. And I personally have never had a problem with that. In fact, I love it. I love that they can, that I don't, didn't need to be that front person or it had to always be about me. The fact that my team are stepping up to that and are being seen and loved over that is that benefits me. 
as the studio owner. And so then I empower my team to, you know, come with um, ideas, come with feedback, um, open that, the, the communication, you know, that culture of open dialogue, because that's where the creativity flows. That's where the innovation flows. And honestly, they usually have better ideas than me. So I think it's really important. But sometimes we get stuck as studio owners, as the CEO, as, you know, trying to lead this ship um, with the fact that, well, no, no, it, it should be about me because I'm in charge and I'm doing this. So try and remove that from your mind and it will make your life so much more peaceful and save you half the work. I just wanted to let you know that spaces will be released for my dance studio scaled mastermind in 2024 very, very soon. If you want to be coached by me to elevate your studio and access one of these super limited spaces of the mastermind, here's what you're going to need to do. You need to be on the wait list, which you can simply do by going to jendalton.com.au forward slash waitlist to find out all the information you need. Or if you know that you're already really interested, introduce yourself to me by sliding into my DMs and sharing what you'd love to find out more about with Dance Studio Scaled for 2024. And I will simply send you the info. So again, the waitlist is jendalton.com.au forward slash waitlist and then slide into my DMs after and make yourself known. Now, let's get back to the episode. Okay, moving on. Number three is making money and expanding. So they sort of go hand in hand. So let's tackle the money talk. Um, it's time to break free from that financial constraint and just envision a studio that's that not only sustains, but it thrives. Okay. So you don't want to just be covering costs. You want to be making money from it. You should, it is your job. You should be able to bring money home and go on holidays and buy cars and stuff like that. Put food on the table, whatever. Um, okay. So how do we get around that? The first thing is you really need to value your worth. Okay. So your expertise, your passion and hard work are valuable. Don't shy away from charging what your studio is worth, okay? Remember, people invest in what they value. Now, the trick here is you don't want to be charging exorbitant fees if you're not giving value. It's all about your communication. It's all about what you're giving because then it's almost like the money, I, the, the number goes away for the money because people are there for the experience and what their children are taking away. So just remember that that your hard work, that your passion is what they see and that is what they are willing to, to, to pay. So you just have to be aware of what that is for you and what you, you and your studio is worth. Okay, next one is diversifying revenue streams. So exploring different options of bringing in income. So don't just close your, your eyes or put your tunnel vision on because, you know, well, I offer classes and I do workshops and I offer merchandise think outside the square think of again going back to that collaboration piece where we talk about having conversations with others and someone might say something and like well, that sparks an idea I could try this this is this is the fun part of running a business and I know people get overwhelmed with it or they stop being able to think of ideas and it comes down to 
mindset again. But this is the fun bit, like trying to think outside the square, trying to stay ahead of what everybody else is doing. It's fun. So start thinking of it like that. That'll help you um, with the making the money and the expanding. And then the next point is strategic expansion. So when it does come to the time when you want to expand locations, it can be scary because there is a lot of risk that you're putting out there. You are risking a lot of money. You are risking time. So I really encourage you to just think strategically. Okay, so have an understanding of the market and the area that you are wanting to open another location. Have a look for areas that are more untapped. And I really encourage you to let data guide these decisions. And you can find this out, I think, from your local council, to be honest. I think you can get some information on you know, demographics and, you know, whether an area has young families or, you know, married couples with young families or whether it's an older um, an older area with old people. So you definitely don't want to be opening there or unless you want to get into teaching old people at nursing homes and go for it. That'd be good. But yeah, so really think about um, when it comes to expanding, don't just go out on a whim. So I'm ready. Think strategically and then you have no option but to win. Okay, and finally, the fourth one is building a lifestyle-based business. Now, I'm actually going to be going into more detail about what this looks like and what this means. But for now, let's just cover what, what an actual lifestyle business is and how your mindset can either trap you in a never-ending cycle or it can set you on that path to freedom or that balance that you are looking for, that lifestyle that you want to have with your business and your life. So the first one is delegation mindset. Now, you don't have to do it all. So embrace the power of delegation. You want to trust your team and you want to allocate tasks according to strengths. So sometimes I feel like when it comes to delegating, it can almost feel like it's harder work because you're having to manage and micromanage and follow up and then fix mistakes. And, you know, it is that cycle. So, so many of us, and I'm saying us because I too still struggle with this sometimes, it is just sometimes easier. It's like, I'll just do it because I don't have the time. But I do encourage you to sit down and think about where it could work, the time, what you need to do. If you heard me talk about a couple of um, episodes ago, I spoke about your studio handbook, your studio like playbook, whatever you wanted to call it, and just like systemizing everything, documenting everything, so that if this ever comes up again and you need to delegate something else, it's all recorded and someone can just log in and see what they need to do without you having to go into the process of um, of showing them again and taking the time to explain and you know that whole process which then takes me into the second point of this one, and it is systems and processes. So develop those efficient systems and the processes, streamline operations to create space for your creative genius, and more importantly, time for yourself. So once you have time for yourself, you can then decide where you want to spend that, right? That's the beauty of it. And then finally, the last point in building your lifestyle business is embracing change. So to run that lifestyle business, you need to be adaptable. So embracing the change, staying innovative and being ready to pivot when needed. 
most of us have gone through that. We did that through COVID. Um, I think sometimes it was it was excellent. We were forced to do it. Uh, so, you know, we had to. But I think it's important to keep doing it. We've spent a bit of time recovering. I totally get that as well. Um, but, yeah, if you really want that, that particular lifestyle business, you just have to be ready to continue to grow, continue to innovate, and you will get there. Okay, so that's it. As we wrap up today's episode, I just want you to remember that your mindset is its like a compass that guides you um, through your studio business journey. So as we step into the new year, which is just around the corner, let's not just focus on the day-to-day, but also on your mindset that will elevate your studio to new heights. Okay, so stay motivated, stay inspired, and just keep moving towards success. And if you're listening to this in real time, happy, happy new year. I am so grateful for the time that you give me each week to listen to my episodes. I love the feedback. I love the community that we are building here. It just literally fills my soul. And so I am very appreciative of that. I'm super excited about 2024 and I hope you feel the same. Have a good rest be ready to go and anything you need in the new year, please reach out. I am here for you. All right, everyone, until next episode. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. I'm so grateful to have you listen each week. If you found today's episode valuable, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, five stars of course, and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback empowers me to keep delivering insightful content. To ensure you never miss an episode, hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Jen Dalton underscore and join our private Facebook group, Dance Studio Empire. Until next time, keep dancing, keep thriving and keep building your dance studio empire.